Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 5th May, 2022. Our bit today comes from Ephesians 4, verses 26 to 27. And they say, Be ye angry, and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place or an opportunity to the devil. And then it was Thursday, bright, sunny, and refreshing. But who knows if it's going to remain like that all day, though, because the weather has been so topsy-turvy recently. Yes, would you believe that after all the rain yesterday morning, by afternoon, it turned into a beautiful, warm, sunny day? And it's certainly a good thing that we have Jesus and his Holy Spirit who never change. We have them to keep us smiling and level-headed in the face of all the turbulence in our world and our weather. And that's why we can say, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And isn't that a marvelous situation to be in? It most certainly is. So please, please give our magnificent Lord and Savior some thanks and praise for his steadfastness and awesome faithfulness despite our whining and complaining ways. And you know, it's sad to know that these days in our Western world, we've become unholy complainers. That's despite the numerous amenities that surround us. Regardless of how much we have, we never seem to be satisfied, but are always seeking more and seeking it more quickly too. And we all know that those attitudes are not welcome in the kingdom of Christ and most likely constitute sin on our part, especially if we are otherwise very blessed by the Lord. And that's the work of the enemy, the ruler of this evil world. He stirs up our greed and avarice, knowing that if we don't get what we want, we'll become angry and lose our peace and joy and behave less like the Christians we claim to be. But there's a sweet and simple scripture that helps us to forego that behavior. It's found in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, where he wisely advises them, and consequently us too, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place or an opportunity to the devil. Oh, my people, there's so much wisdom in those few words. Let's check it out now. In the first place, getting angry is not a sin. It's a normal human emotion given to us by the Father to show our displeasure. The Lord gets angry too. And believe me, we definitely don't want to experience his anger. However, the problem lies in what we do when we get angry. Many of us do wrong and foolish things when we lose our temper, and that's when we give the devil an opportunity to get into our souls 
and downgrade our Christian walk? Please remember, that's all the enemy is about, you know, lessening our witness for Christ. And if we don't control our anger, we will fall right into his evil and ungodly trap. And then there's the wisdom of not letting the sun go down on our anger. Why is that so important? Because when we go to sleep angry, that anger percolates in our soul and spirit all night. And instead of restoring our peace and love in Christ Jesus, we wake up angry and give the devil even more opportunity to invade our lives on that new day. And there are several other scriptures that warn us to forsake anger and the damning effects it has on our Christian walk. Listen to Brother David from Psalm 37, The True State of the Wicked. He advises us to cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for it only causes harm. For evil doers shall be cut off or destroyed, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. And that comes from Psalm 37, 8 to 9. And they are true words of wisdom, my fellow believers. Meanwhile, that other great psalmist, Asaph, had this to say from personal experience, no less, about evil and fretting. In his famous Psalm 73, the mystery of prosperous wickedness, he tells it thus, Truly, God is good to Israel, even to such as are, of a, as are of a clean or pure heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, I had almost stumbled, my steps had well nigh slipped, for I was envious at the foolish or boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And that's taken from Psalm 73, 1 to 3. Then Asaph goes on to describe how the wicked seem to prosper in their wickedness. And we say the same thing. And sorry, and we see the same thing too, and say like Asaph did. Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper, who are always at ease in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain, that's kept my heart pure in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. I would have been untrue to thy word. And when I taught to know this or understand it, it was too painful for me or troublesome in my eyes. That is, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. That's the end of the wicked. And that comes from Psalm 73, verses 12 to 17. Oh, friends, too many of us find ourselves in Asaph's situation, envying the prosperity of the wicked. And instead of turning to God for divine assistance, 
we take up the ungodly activities of the evildoers so we too can acquire the world's prosperity? And the scholars offer this explanation of Psalm 73. They say this psalm is another one dealing with the problem of the prosperity of the wicked. Unlike Psalm 37, however, it does not emphasize the brevity of that prosperity. The author observes that sometimes the bounty achieved by the wicked does, in fact, last throughout life. He emphasizes every believer's need to test his own personal relationship with God because that alone provides the ultimate satisfaction available to the believer who witnesses the affluence of the wicked. And that's the gospel truth, my brethren. It's only through a strong relationship with Almighty God will we be able to see the wicked prosper as they often do in this evil world and not desire to be like them. We need to firmly believe the word of God that says that says the wicked will eventually be destroyed or else we will head down that wide and destructive path that only leads to hellfire and damnation. An enemy would like nothing better than that. But friends, please, please, let's remember, like Jesus said in the parable of the sower, that we are in this most important category. But other seed fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirtyfold. Yes, glory be my fellow saints. Let's rejoice that we are good ground and the word of God has taken full root in us and we are bringing forth good fruit. And that comes from Matthew 13, 8. And how do we do that? How do we bring forth good fruit? By using these Thursday blessings that the Lord has so generously bestowed on us to do his earthly work. So let's boldly, boldly declare them to activate them now as one confident voice. I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. Now, friends, let's go out and use those blessings to bear good fruit in Jesus' name now, like he desires of us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, He who hath ears to hear, 
let him hear. And that's way of Jesus saying, if you hear it, if you have ears, listen to it and hear it and follow it. Yes, friends, we all have ears and we hear the word. So that means we need to follow the word. Otherwise, we have no excuses. So please, let's get out there as always and live for Jesus the way he desires of us now. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.